your hot takes, Zach? My hot take, Kyrie Irving is the most skillful player of all time. I'm with that. I take I, I accept that. I'm with all it. time. Skill-wise, he is the most skillful player ever. Yes. Best finisher, best handle. Yep. You also got to remember, he shoots the hell out the ball. He's a very high percentage shooter. He's a winner. Yeah. He's the most skillful player ever. I agree. I would give him the handle over anybody, but I think his mentor would have to beat him out for most skill. Kobe, he has Kobe on handle, but I'd have to put Kobe as the most skilled from the footwork. From That's another thing. The left to right shoulder fade away. Before Kyrie got into the league, he was one of the first people, which was the weirdest thing in the world. Like you would hear Mark Jackson and Jeff and Gundy talk about him being able to do left-handed layups and left-handed floaters. He was one of the first, I think, where it was like the big superstars that was actually because you see it once you get to a certain level in the NBA, you see some of them they're, they're so athletically gifted. They don't even use the left-hand layup on the left-hand side. They might use their right hand just because they're that athletic. Mm-hmm. Footwork, the pump fakes. I'd have to give all-time Kobe is more skilled. I even think he was more skilled than Jordan. Like, most people wouldn't even disagree with that. Like, Jordan probably no. was a better player. But skill-wise, all that Kobe had in the bag, I have to give it to Kobe. And Kyrie is definitely right right behind him and mentioning and being a winner. I mean, yeah. Kobe's Kobe's record says it for itself. You're talking about legacy, you're talking about legacy, right? You're talking about uh, Jordan to Kobe, Kobe to, to Kyrie. Kyrie has watched countless hours of film on both those guys, right? Took yeah. all that. Now imagine you talk about uh, Kobe and there's no, there's no wrong answer. I mean, Kobe, unless, you, unless you're saying Jordan, that's a hot take, I guess. <laughs> but um, the, the I think if you're talking about Kobe, if, just imagine Kyrie is Kobe, small, obviously smaller, but with like he can dribble himself out of any pickle on the court. So imagine like yeah. imagine Kobe with Kyrie's dri- handles. That that's what we're talking about. He's just smaller. That's he got the that's what I, That's exactly what I see when I see Kyrie. I see. The it's world so would be in trouble. Difference. The world would be in trouble if Kyrie was six 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 seven. Oh my it god! It would be beast. It would be done. It would he be might done. Not, he might not need a Katie. He might need. I don't know, but he would. If Kyrie was six 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 seven, Kyrie is the Batman, and he needs a Robin. You know what it yeah. is too. I, I thought about another aspect. I, I think Kyrie is a significant, significantly better passer than Kobe was. Kyrie doesn't get enough credit for how good of a passer he is, bro. He is. He's a really good passer. He can create. And then he just throws. He, he's so good at seeing the play before it happens. Like, he really is. Mm-hmm. He just That's just not the way he has to. That's not the way he plays every play. Because he knows, like, I'm the best dude to take the shot on the court. Nine times out of I'll, ten. I'll say this, though. I feel like Kyrie's is almost like a natural gift. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just naturally gifted like that. Like, his feel is natural. Yep. Kobe Bryant. I know that motherfucker worked for that shit because you can you were able to see the, the like Kyrie always had it. He would have flashes of it and it was just shit he worked on. Mm-hmm. Kobe, like 
you saw how much he would like take the next step each year and he would add to that bag. He would add to that bag. Like he was just the hardest worker. Kyrie though, that's why I say like all time, just skill, like natural, just like the most skillful player. That's the only reason why I really give it to Kyrie because it's like he could watch something and then just be able to do it without sitting there and putting in all those extra hours. Of course he does, but it's like he could just sit there and emulate what Kobe's doing just off of like fucking seeing it. Kobe going to sit there, wake up at three in the morning, go and pump out, you know, a thousand reps doing that shit. Like, He's so right. That's so true. Like you just see the natural gift. Like it's it's natural talent. Yeah. Like Kyrie Irving. It's it, it, he's yeah. I don't. I think he's the most skilled player of all time. I, I don't think it's a hot take. I can't wait. To I, I'm gonna give y'all my top three most skilled players in the NBA, and you could tell me if I'm walling. Right. Yeah. Kyrie, Devin Booker, mm-hmm. and Bradley Beal, bro. I don't disagree. Now, let me. You're not putting KD up there? KD's four. KD's four. Mm-hmm. It's I not just a bad, think they're so skilled, bro. D-Book, D-book is, is insanely skilled. You can make a case for Luka, too. Luka's yeah. up there, Luka too. too. Luka definitely skilled. You can make a case for Luka, too. Um, I'm not – I'm trying to think. I love that three, though. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to think. Like, who could we put – in there, skilled wise, Joel Embiid is is super skin skilled for a big, but he's not top five. He's not top yeah. five. Yeah, he's not. I mean, Jokic too. He's up there. Yeah. Jokic, I might put Jokic above Embiid in regards yeah. to skill. I, I don't. I, I don't probably would. Disagree with that either. Now, if Embiid lays off the burgers, <laughs> I think we have to revisit the conversation. You saw Jokic; he went in quarantine. I don't know what he did. He was drinking Slim Fast. He came back mm-hmm. to the bubble, and that Joker, he looked like you, Greg. He looked cut, slim, and everything. He's still slow as a snail, but I think that helped him be able to excel in the bubble because he wasn't carrying that extra weight. Yeah. It's till MB wins and plays maybe a whole season without injury, it will forever be etched in the heads of people from Philadelphia that my man was on a massage table <laughs> getting his butt worked on, his thighs, oh, yeah. his legs, while eating a burger that looked super dry at that. It looked <laughs> like one of those Zach, you went to West Orange High School. It looked like I one know. of those lunch the lunch burgers. Oh my gosh. Sodexo. It looked like Sodexo lunch <laughs> high school food, bro. It was. It didn't even look like a juicy burger. It did not juicy. No. It was not. It was not juicy at all, bro. <laughs> it looked dry. It had no ketchup, no cheese. I'm like, it looked like dog food. Hey yo. <laughs> hey, you know, it's it's crazy because if you think about so if you think about Zach's as the top three players, right? The top. What he said. He said Brad Beal. Top three skill. Top three most skilled mm-hmm. players. Brad Bill, um, you said Booker, you said Ky- Kyrie. So you're saying the Nets got two of the top four because Katie's four on his list. Two mm-hmm. of the top four uh, most skilled players in the NBA right now. That's OD. That's, that's nice. That's that. That's the most skilled duo of all time. Like it is because the I'm, way I kind of my fault. The way I no, kind of um, based the skill like the way I see it is like. Who 
I feel like being a shot maker is a skill, like not a taker, a shot maker. So I look at that, like, and then I look at who makes the shit look the easiest. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, KD makes it look easy, but he's seven foot. So it's like that kind of whatever. If you watch Devin Booker play, he literally can score anytime he wants. Just comes down, just puts you right in his size up, boom, hits that hezzy, boom, goes right past you. Finish anywhere on the backboard. Like, Kyrie's the same thing. Finishes everywhere. And then Bradley Beal, crazy, bro. Like, Let me throw two names out there. Because I have to do it, especially as a Lakers fan. AD, I think, has to go on that list, at least in the top five skills. And we talking about big men. He's mm-hmm. skilled, way more skilled, I think, than um, Embiid and Jokic. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think AD is more skilled than them. Um, I think AD is more skilled than Giannis. That's not and then one other name that I, I think we that. have to, I think we have to throw out there, just out of respect and throw him out in the conversation. He isn't a winner, but we're talking about skill. Do we not put James Harden in that conversation? Hold on. That was the I other was, thing I was going to say. I was waiting for this. I was waiting for this. That so was last the other year, thing. Last year in my group chat with a couple of my boys, I said something that people are going to think is off the rails. I want to run it past you guys. Do y'all think who I, I would take Brad Beal over James Harden? Right. Why? Why? Just let me hear why. Why? Yeah, I'm happy you said that. Because I, I feel like the way James Harden has played – if you watch early James Harden in OKC, the way he played ball, it's nothing like what it is now, right? Like, he was coming off pin downs, coming off staggers, like, coming off Iverson cuts, like, catching the ball, shooting, catching the shoot, like, creating for other people. It was it was much more of a tra- traditional style of basketball. He got with D'Antoni and, and Houston. That first year in Houston, he wasn't even playing the way he plays now. Now it's just straight ISO, like, for – the legit 15 seconds of the shot clock every single yeah. with Houston, right? Last couple of years. So I didn't work for CP3. If you watch Brad Buell play, like Brad is so good off ball, but he's also got like, he's he's got all the ISO skills. He's a shot maker. Like the skill we're talking about, and James Harden is all-time great shot maker. Like if you if you don't agree with this, you're well within your right. Like, I, I, this is just me thinking. I'm just throwing stuff out there, seeing if it, I'm throwing stuff at the wall, seeing if it will stick. That's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But if, but Brad Beal, like, I think he's like in the league right now. You, you said he was your top two most skilled. Like, he's in that, he's in that echelon, right? Um, yeah. You probably, without counting James Harden, you probably, it could, it could change. Um, it's interchangeable. But if you think about it, like, Brad, like, he's got the whole package. He's good off the dribble, can score at all three levels can create for his teammates, can play at the pick and roll, can play off the pick and roll, off ball. Like, what can he not do? And I can I can fit him in and play – he can play with anybody. If I put him with CP3 tomorrow, that's top two back – that's a top three backcourt in the NBA tomorrow, right? With yeah. James and CP3, it never really fit. With James and Russ, it never really fit. Russ and Brad Bill, I watched the film from tonight. It, it's a really good fit because he, he does everything Russ can't do. You know what yeah. I mean? This, it just makes sense. So I don't know. I If it were me personally, I think it's a preference thing. Where I'm not saying necessarily Brad is better, but I, I kind of am, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of am. Yeah. Hey, but uh, I think I'll take Brad. What's crazy? I'll, no, go ahead, bro. I would take, on a preference level, I would take Bradley Bill, in my yeah. opinion. And as you, the biggest thing, as you mentioned, he can play off ball. 
James Harden needs the ball. Bradley Bill, I guess from having practice with playing with John Wall, he doesn't need the ball. He can play off ball. And the thing I like before Zach goes, the thing I like with the, the combo they got this year, I was watching some of the games too, just to see how, like, how they would mesh together. Russ is going to go out his way to make sure Brad gets touches. So it's plays in there where Russ literally picks up his dribble, is stuck, and is telling, hey, Thomas Bryant, come set a back screen for Bradley Bill. Throws it across the court, bounce pass. Brad catches it with an open three, but instead throws behind the back pass back to Thomas Bryant to shoot. I think it's going to work beautifully, their relationship, because um, Bradley Bill is super unselfish. And Russ is going to do everything in his power to get Bradley buildable. I agree. Um, I was actually going to say, like, this is like a two-part thing. First, Beal, I, I feel like as good as he is, and, I mean, he's, he averaged, what, like 30 a game last season, right? Mm. Like, I, I mean, that's that's ridiculous. Like, he could score the ball. He doesn't necessarily need – he, he – has the ball a lot, but he doesn't necessarily need it to score. But when we actually compare him to Harden, the way I kind of look at it, it's like this. And, I mean, I was talking about this with my uh, one friend the other day. There's really only three superstars in the league. LeBron, KD, and Harden. Because those three can bring you to a conference finals on any team. And that might be a hot take, but if you put – LeBron on the Knicks. Knicks Knicks are bad, but you put LeBron on the Knicks, that team is better than the Cavs team that went to the finals when they didn't, when Kyrie was hurt. They are. You know what I'm saying? Like you put KD on the Knicks, they're going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Like you put Harden, they're going to the Eastern Con- potentially Eastern Conference Finals, but you got these other players and it's not really going to work like that. Like even with Giannis, I don't really you put him on certain teams in the West, it's probably not going to go that way. So it's like, I think there's only really three superstars in the league. And I don't this think is going to be either. great. We want this is going to be great to have a conversation probably on IG Live, like yeah. the list of superstars. Because I would only put LeBron and KD up there. Everybody else right now is a star. Giannis, yeah. don't tell me he's a superstar. Harden, no. just because once he wins, all right, if it's, let's say he wins. Superstar. Right now, I put him as a star just because, to me, the only reason why Houston was not able to get over the hump yet has been because of Hart and Soli. CP3, I think that was a perfect mix of let him get off his scoring. But, hey, I'm going to make sure I get everybody else involved because typically you don't do that. You're dribbling 25 seconds out the shot, out of the shot clock when it's only a 24-second shot clock, by the way. I said 25 <laughs> seconds for a reason. He's dribbling that much. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of the players just standing around watching. Of course, if you get double, triple team and you pass it to the open person because it's the right play six times, P.J. Tucker's going to hit three of those six attempts. So now you have three assists. Do I really think he gets his teammates involved or makes his teammates better? No. And that's where I think the superstar level comes. LeBron, Katie, not only are they shot makers – not only do they have the swagger and they care of themselves as such, not only are they transcending talents again, they also make their teammates better. Yeah. I think what's going to be very interesting is how 
Steph Curry does this year with no clay. If Steph is able to get them into the playoffs, he's in my superstar conversation. But right now, he's a star because we've seen him excel with a clay, with a Draymond, with those first years. Leandro Barbosa coming off the bench. And I want to see Steph take it to that next level. Lead them, lead this Warriors team to the playoffs. Not asking for a championship. If he could lead this Warriors team, which in my opinion, they look good on paper, but I don't see what Oubre consistently is going to bring. Um, yeah. Pascal, I think he did it. He's a good young player on the rise. Draymond didn't play, but are we going to ask Draymond to what, average 18 this year? No, we're not going to do that. So if he's able to get this current squad into the playoffs, I think it will be a huge plus for him. And I think Greg's going to have to hop off his jock trap if he's able to do that. <laughs> Yo, okay, I'm, I'm kind of tight. So, twofold. So, for, I'm going to get to the Steph Curry thing in a minute. The His – Zach's uh, criteria for what makes a guy a superstar is really interesting to me because my criteria is a little bit different. Mine is can you be the number one option on a championship team? Can you be the number one op- option on a team that wins an NBA championship? That's that's it. That's I think that's LeBron and KD. That's it. LeBron and KD. Yeah, I, I don't think Steph Curry meets that criteria. I do not. I also huh. don't I also don't think that he's gonna drag that team to the to the, the playoffs. I didn't say he was. I it's didn't not say his he was. Fault. I said if he does, if he it's does not his fault. It's not his it's not it. his fault. What it is is I know I know what Uber gonna give him. I think Uber's gonna give him energy. I think Uber's gonna play well. I think he's gonna shoot the ball well. He'll he'll figure it out. I think he's gonna he can average up around 18 to 20 points this year. He's a good, he's a really good player. I my worry. Is with Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins, yep. Ass. It's trash. Ass. And and that is the that's the problem. Andrew Wiggins, I, yo, we got into a big argument about this in my house yesterday. <laughs> Me and my dad and my brother talking about Andrew Wiggins. And um, I was making the comparison between him and RJ Barrick. I see so many parallels in their game, bro. And it's not just with that Andrew Wiggins, the thing that's most <laughs> upsetting. I don't know if you remember when he first was coming out. They was pretty much saying like he had all the intangibles and all of the skill sets. The skill set. That's what I'm saying. They said it's the it's not the intangible. They said he had the Mm -hmm. skill set to be Kobe esque. He had the skill set for it. The six 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 seven six eight could shoot athletic. I mean, he didn't shoot well last night, but. The comparisons he was getting the first two years, that's what's so upset. Like, they had his potential all the way up here, and mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like he's reached that. And it seems like he'd be coasting. Like, this is the player that he might drop 45, and it's the quietest 45. Doesn't look like he broke a sweat. And the crazy thing I, I be seeing sometimes, when he dropped 45, I'm like, he could have got 60. That's what I yeah. feel when I watch Andrew Wiggins. Like, and he had 50, probably could have had 80 because it doesn't seem like he has that killer instinct or that motor where I'm like, I'm putting my foot on your throat yeah. and going at your head all 48 minutes. He's not a dog. He's not, he's a, not dog. a dog. He's not, not a, dog. a dog. That's what bothers me about him. And I, I actually think that's not the – because I think RJ is a dog. I, I brought RJ into this. <laughs> I, 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 I think RJ is a dog. I don't think that's where they're similar. I think they're similar in the sense that, like, there's a rawness to the game at the same time. 
there's a rawness to the game. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm not convinced that that I, I knew Andrew, I had a feeling Andrew Wiggins wasn't going to like adapt and evolve as an asshole player. It's my biggest problem with him. And then also guys like Russell Westbrook, for example, I, who I feel like hasn't evolved. Like this, he, there's another step for him to take and he hasn't taken it yet. Like once you win a regular season MVP, I don't hold you to the same pretend, uh, the same criteria. Same criteria. And, right. So like, it's not the same. So like for a guy like Giannis, yeah, you won MVP. Okay. Now it's about what are you going to do in the playoffs? How, how are you going to, because at teams lock in on what you do best in the playoffs and they make you do the things you're not good at bottom line. So if you, if you have a hole, they're going to find it in the playoffs. So like that's yeah. where real players, that's where superstars are made. That's where max players earn their money. It's in the playoffs. It's not in the regular season. That's why Paul George, for example, getting that big extension, like he didn't earn that because yes, he's a great player, but the Clippers yeah. also did it because like, yo, we're the Clippers. We don't, we're little brother. We need to make sure we stay relevant. We might lose Kawhi. Right. So we got to keep make sure we keep a guy here who can put butts in the seats when we go to our new arena. So, like, again, but in the playoffs, he he has this moment of weakness. James Harden in the playoffs moment of weakness. Like guys. So in order to earn that superstar status for me, got to do it in the playoffs. The Clippers, they remind me of the Clippers remind me of the dude that, you know, you know, in high school, everybody know the girl cheating on him. Everybody know the girl Mm -hmm. ain't doing them right. (laughs) But that's the best they ever had. So I got to do everything and try to keep her. That's what they did with Paul George, I feel. Because if you lose Kawhi, which is probably going to lose, they're going to lose Kawhi, and you lose Paul George, sheesh. They talking about they might have to practice at West Orange High at that point. Like, if they hey, lost both of them. Do you remember what they gave up to get Paul George? That, so that's what – that's, that's, think if you – just look at the trade and look at the trade and you'll see why they gave them that money. That's why. Like, had no, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They had they had no choice. You get they had to that's do the it. you you know you right now can think of somebody right now that you know in high school that they gave up everything to get with that girl. They stopped going to <laughs> class, their GPA dropped, they was giving her her food. Knowing darn well she was giving that food to another dude. Everybody knew she was cheating, she was cheating on him everything. And he knows she's cheating on him. But he's like, yo, but Greg, this is the best I ever had, man. You know everything I gave up for her, and he stays with her. And then he gets married, and unfortunately, <laughs> she leaves him and takes all his money. This is this is what the Clippers are. Paul George. Shout out to his agent. Shout out to his agent. He's going to get a nice payday too. What ten percent, fifteen percent out of the, those, those contracts? Mm. Yeah. Shout, shout Paul out Paul George. Him. Paul George is that backstabbing, cheating girlfriend. That's crazy. Yep. <laughs> he really is though. That's crazy. He really is though, bro. And, and they can't do nothing about it. They already got three kids together. It's Damn. The same narrative every year. Same narrative. I, I, you know, I'm back on my train, or I'm back on. And like, he's the most like, he's the most like tantalizing player because like you watch him like last night against Lakers, 15 points in that third quarter. You're like, yo, like he's a dog. He's a dog. Like it's it, it should work. Like it should it shouldn't be this hard. Like, but when the playoffs come. You know, I think it is. I, I was thinking about this earlier today too. Um, I think it's because he takes too many jump shots. His game, I don't think he gets to the basket enough, in my opinion. A I lot of games, I think it's because how he did Doc Rivers' dirt, daughter dirty. I think that's what it boiled down to last season. <laughs> I think God saw that, saw it was ugly, and was like, "You won't succeed." And I think that's what happened last season for what he did to Doc Rivers' daughter. Hey, yeah. 
on a on a, on a on a supernatural level on a what goes around comes around level like i agree with that because that's some that's some crazy stuff but like from a basketball exercise and no standpoint that dude takes way too many jump shots and doesn't get to the basket nearly enough too he tries to be too cute with it if you watch him play he like all his moves like he's probably the smoothest player and one of the smoothest players in the nba like he's just smooth but it's like you doing all this to then take a step back to shoot over two people it's like you just did the move just take a ho- extra hop step and put it on someone's head like just dunk the ball like do you, why you think, gotta do a step back do you think possibly psychologically now he he referenced mental health in the bubble do you think psychologically he still never fully mentally healed from that injury because before that injury Things I think of is when he dunked on Birdman, when he blocked Braun at the top of the rim, plays like that. Mm-hmm. After the injury, we didn't really see Paul George going in the paint like that. Do you think maybe, like, back of his head still, like, do I want to take that risk? If I, I, could just I feel like, yeah, I feel like at this point, no, he doesn't think about it, but I feel like the 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 season and the season after that injury he thought about it so much that his game changed and at this point he doesn't think about it now because that's just naturally his game now like now he is a shooter like that's that's really his game like three and d player high level wing that's that's his game i agree i agree do they have do the clippers have that person that get to the i mean outside of Kawhi, but he's not really athletic jumping out the gym like that do they even have that back to the basket type of player? That answers no. Before, there's a reason to think about it. No, that's it's one of the problems no. they have. Uh, Ibaka's yeah. not a back to the basket guy. He's another three and D guy. And then mm-hmm. Kawhi. It's so funny because Kawhi and Paul Paul George they they're like yin and yang because Kawhi gets to the basket well. He'll take mid range jump shots well, and he he plays really well inside the inside the inside the hashes inside uh, the three point line, but. As a three-point shooter, it's not a strength. Like it's just like he, he can make threes, obviously, but he's not like a great three-point shooter. Not as good of a three-point shooter as Paul George is. So you would think it would work that pairing, and it their, their problem isn't their pairing. It, the problem is the fact they don't have an actual point guard. They're starting Pat Bev, and he's not a, like a true PG that yeah. on offense. They don't have that, um, and neither one of them are facilitators at the wing. They're both high-level scoring above. Uh, threes right like that's what they do so when you put it together like the the chemistry of the team from like uh i know they think getting rid of montrez harrell and getting rid of the guys who had problems with them getting special favors and getting special treatment right was the was what was going to make them better I, I think paul george said that in an interview yesterday he said like we don't have those guys here anymore so it's like addition we're, we're, gonna talk, we're gonna talk about it tonight i'll put that he's, on just, so, he's just so wrong for in, in the sense that like yo it doesn't you're bad. It's a basketball problem. It's an X's and O's problem. That's why I yeah, work. Yeah. That's he's the He's bold this offseason. He, he's bold this offseason. Oh, he has been bold. He has been bold. Throwing, yeah. throwing Doc Rivers under the bus and the 